0: Let's pray together. God, I thank you so much for this day. I thank you, God, that we have a chance, Lord, to meet with you in this place. God, I pray that, Lord, you will convict our hearts. That, God, you will show us exactly what you want us to hear from your word today. Lord, we're so excited to meet with you. We're so excited to see, God, what you do through this time. So, Father, meet with us in this place. Work in our hearts. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. You guys can have a seat. I want to say welcome today. Ladies, 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 don't leave me yet. It's okay. I promise you're going to want to be away from people, okay? So today we're going to do something completely different that um, I've never done with students before. But I wanted to try something just different. And and I wanted to try something that is unique. I wanted to see how you guys would respond to this. So here's what I need. If you're sitting next to someone who's going to distract you, just get up and leave them right now. (laughs) <laughs> I know that sounds bad, but, like, seriously, like, if, if they're going to distract you for the next 25 minutes, what we're going to do is something completely different, something completely – you've probably never done this before. Um, you probably – uh, wondered about your quiet times. Maybe your quiet times have been a little stale. Maybe you've never understood how to read the Bible, how, you, how to pray through Scripture. And so what I want to do through this next little bit of time that we have here today as we go into the Christmas season is I really want us to explore what Luke chapter 2 has to say to us. And so what I'm going to do is we're going to do something that's a really, really old way of praying through Scripture called all right, Drew, i got to turn this on. I'm sorry. I apologize. Let me try. Perfect. Lectio Divina. Okay? Lectio Divina. We're going to go through this today, and we're going to actually learn a little bit about how this works. This is from the Latin phrase, and it means, do you guys know what it means? All right? It's a holy reading. or divine. Reading and so today, that's what I I want us to do. I want us to, to look at Luke chapter two, and I want us to look at it through a different lens. I want us to check it out and to think about it. And honestly, all the work is going to be on you guys today. None of the work is going to be on me and my special guest, who's going to help me uh, lead this today. And so here's what you need to know. This is how a lectana, or um, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, lectio divina works. Okay, we read the scripture. I want you guys to try this out at home after we do this today. You read the scripture, okay? You, you, you sit down, you read it, you spend a little bit of time there, you meditate on it. What does it mean to meditate? Do you cross your legs and sit like this? No. That's not what you do, okay? To meditate means to find a certain portion of the scripture that kind of just stands out to you for some reason. And you don't know why it's standing out, but it stands out to you for a reason. And you sit there and you just meditate on those words. You let those words just flow through your mind. You and that scripture are almost one. Then you pray on that scripture. You pray exactly what it says. God, give me meaning. God, show me what this is. What is it that you want me to hear, which is the fourth step, contemplate the scripture. To truly ingest it. You guys have all heard me say, like, I like eating a good steak. I can't eat steak right now. But a good steak, you take it one bite at a time, right? You just enjoy it. You just let it just melt in your mouth, hopefully. So that's what I want you to do with the scripture. And then finally, you ask yourself, what is the action needed in my life from this reading? Okay? That's what we're going to do here today. Today, Jess and I are going to read the same part of Scripture. You're going to hear it from two different translations. So it has slightly different wordings. Then we'll have time to meditate on it, to pray on it, and then we'll prompt you with some questions to think about it, and we'll give you a couple more minutes for you guys to actually sit down and think about this. All right? We'll we'll play a Christmas song, and hopefully this is going to give you a little bit of time to kind of change what you're thinking. And so here's what we're going to do. I want to ask everybody right now, if you don't mind, to clear your minds. To take just a minute. You grab that for me. To clear your minds. To not focus on the people around you. And to just get ready to enter into just hopefully what will be a holy moment for you guys as we get ready to enter into The 12 days of Christmas. So you right now, I want you to pray, however it is you pray, whatever it is it sounds like for you to pray. I want you to take the next 30 seconds and just pray to God, saying, God, speak to me here today. I'm open. I want to hear from you. You guys do that. Lord, I echo the prayers that are being lifted up to you right now. God, we want to experience you. We want to feel you. God, we want to know who you are through this scripture. God, set our hearts to be focused on you for these next minutes. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. I think we're ready. So let's jump in. Luke chapter 2 in verses 4 through 7 says this. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth
1: So Joseph went from the Galilean town of Nazareth up to Bethlehem in Judah, David's town, for the census. As a descendant of David, he had to go there. He went with Mary, his fiancée, who was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. She gave birth to a son, her firstborn. She wrapped him in a blanket and laid him in a manger because there was no room in the hostel.
0: Just for a minute. I want you guys to imagine that you're Joseph. You're preparing a place in the animal stable for your fiance to give birth. How do you feel? What do you say to Mary, your fiance? You just set this up for her. What do you say? These are questions I want you to ponder. I want you to
1: think. So picture yourself as either Joseph or Mary right after Jesus' birth. What do you say to each other? How do you put, put into words what just happened?
0: What a moment that must have been. Can you imagine it? Can you imagine being Mary you just gave birth can you imagine being Joseph that's your fiance and she just gave birth in a in an animal stable take a minute and think about that as we listen to a familiar song baby not just a baby though the Savior God stepping out of heaven was born in a manger once again scripture says so Joseph went to the Galilean town of Nazareth up to Bethlehem in in Judah David's town for the census as a descendant of David he had to go there he went with Mary, his fiancee, who was pregnant. And while they were there, the time came to give birth. She gave birth to a son, her firstborn. She wrapped him in a blanket and laid him in a manger because there was no room in the hostel. What is it out of this verse that's speaking to you? You find it, you pray about it for 30 seconds. I'll close you in prayer and we'll move to the next part. God, we want the best things in life. We think the finest things means a great life. We we, we think that, that Lord, more money equals a better life. But, God, you came humbly into this world as a baby. And I see this and I focus in on this, that, that Lord Mary wrapped you up and she put you there in the manger. God, what a humble beginning for the king of kings. Thank you. We don't deserve you. Continue to speak to us through this reading. Amen.
1: Luke 2, 8 through 12. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger.
0: There were sheep herders camping in the neighborhood. They had set They had set night watches over their sheep. Suddenly, God's angels stood among them, and God's glory blazed around them. They were terrified. The angel said, don't be afraid. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. A Savior has just been born in David's town. A Savior who is Messiah and Master. This is what you are to look for. A baby. Wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger.
1: So imagine you are one of these shepherds. What are your first thoughts when you see the angel?
0: The angel speaks of good news, great joy. A Savior. What do you think this message would mean to you as a shepherd? Think about that as we listen to this one more time.
1: This will be assigned to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. So I want you all to take some time in the next 30 seconds and just think about what stands out to you in these verses. To think about an angel coming to those shepherds and telling them that Christ, the Savior, is going to be born and he's going to be born lying in a manger. So, Lord, we just come to you right now, Lord, um, as we're reading the scripture from Luke and hearing about how you um, came to earth, Lord, um, to die um, as our savior, to die on the cross, Lord, so that we could have that eternal relationship, Lord, with you if we choose. And I just pray right now, Lord, that we'll just think about during the season of Christmas and just in the busyness of our lives, not to forget the true meaning, Lord, that you came here as a baby. Um, And you were in the flesh, Lord, and um, you did not sin, and you showed all the different miracles and the power that was through you, Lord, walking amongst the earth. Lord, I pray that um, we'll just take the time right now, Lord, to think about the good news, Lord, of you coming and dying and rising again, Lord, um, as we read through the rest of the scripture today, Lord. And we love you so much, and in your name I pray. Amen.
0: Luke 2, 13 through 15 says this. Suddenly. A great company of the heavenly host appeared with an angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about.
1: At once, the angel was joined by a huge angelic choir singing God's praises, glory to God in the heavenly heights. Peace to all men and women on earth who please him. As the angel choir withdrew into heaven, the sheep herders talked it over. Let's get over to Bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what God has revealed to us.
0: Can you imagine just just for a second? Can you imagine just the angels and a heavenly host, it says, comes around them, proclaiming glory to God and peace to everyone? When you actually think about the birth of Jesus,
1: does that make you want to glorify God? Have you seen Jesus bring peace to your life?
0: I don't know about you guys, but it's easy for me to get swept away into all the Christmas lights, the Christmas trees, the gifts, and everything else during this season. And sometimes I get so just non-focused on what this season is all about. Jesus came to this world. There was a celebration in the skies. This was exciting. This meant that our relationship could be restored with God. Listen to the scripture one more time. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared